Hello, and welcome to the Fantasy National Golf Club. This is Nice Shot Pods, featuring Tractor, the Rhino, the Moose, and Paw. Hey guys, welcome to this week's edition of Nice Shot Pods, brought to you by FantasyNational.com. Go to fantasynational.com backslash pod to save 20% on your subscription. This week, we'll uh, recap the Rocket Mortgage Classic. And we have the John Deere Classic, which is not important enough because Tracker doesn't care. And just said, I'm out. Despite him being sponsored, which was yeah, what we call that's, yeah. by John Deere. That was great. He's like, I'm out. And then followed by, I have zero interest in the John Deere. <laughs> well, I can, that could be said for about 75% of tour events. If that's the uh, if that's the standard, but he's a Midwest guy. He's known as Tractor, and he's gonna bail on it. That's just sad. At least he gave us like more than three minutes notification this time. So <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. Kind of a like that. This Rocket Mortgage is actually wearing on me a little bit. In I a good way, or a bad way. A good way. Like I, I think agree. It's... I thought the golf course looked better. I mean, so was eighteen got into the playoff? Uh, yes. Okay, so a little. It was a little bit harder this week. And they had plenty of rain, too, but because I think Lashley and what were we talking like DeChambeau and Lashley? Those guys were like 23 and 25, respectively. I think it was like 20. I think Lashley was more like 25, 26, and Bryson like was okay. 20. Okay. Okay. But I mean, 18, that's like, that's yeah. kind of your standard road of the mill tour stop. Yeah. I think Friday scores roll higher because I remember watching, thinking like, oh, geez, cut's going to be like three or four under. I think it ended up being two. <clears throat> Good tournament, though. Yeah, uh, I I didn't get to see like the end. I just kind of had grazing on in the in the background for most of the day. But um, it, so Cam made he eagled seventeen and then birdied eighteen to get into the playoff, right? Uh, I don't even know. Yeah, I think he, yeah, he, went he like, made a bomb on seventeen or chipped in one of the two. I think him. he holed a bunker shot. Okay, and then he butt stuffed it on eighteen, at least according to my phone. And then Neiman hadn't made a bogey all week, and then he bogeys the first hole in the playoff, right? Oh. Well, so I think in his defense, I think that uh, Cam was like he stuffed one. Yeah, Cam had like five, six feet on the first playoff hole. Okay. Yeah, and so he kind of knew he had to do that. And he just went after it and got it. Okay, he kind of airmailed the green. It's pretty dead, but yeah, I ended up. We had to go to a little Fourth of July barbecue at the club with our families. So I, I saw like the first playoff hole that I didn't see anything after that. But it was pretty cool. I think I flipped it on there on a bolt like hole thirteen or fourteen. I think at that time there was like at least ten guys within one shot of a lead. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and like Merritt kind of like didn't do anything, and then he birdied four of the last five, I think, to get in the playoff. Yep. Yeah, it looked so. like eleven and twelve had some teeth, and then you had you definitely had some birdie opportunities yeah. coming down the stretch as long as you're finding fairways. But yeah, it's crazy. I mean, considering that, like you know, I wouldn't say eighteen under is a very low score for a winning score, you know, at, on a tour event, but. There's still 38 guys that were 37 guys that were 10 under yeah. better this week. So this Cam Davis, including, was, including Sticky Ricky this week, he had he a played, nice he played well. He kind of yeah. he fizzled out on Sunday, but I mean, I love the standard for because he played well this week. What he finished like 25th, 30, 30, 30 uh, second. Okay, great week. It, well, it was, <laughs> I mean, he was like 10th going into, into Sunday and. Now he's going to win a major because I'm uh, making funny like I didn't feel. Phil's playing great, guys. <laughs> well, he finished 50th last week. Yeah. But uh, we got so wasn't Cam – so Cam Davis, like, 
he still is young, but like he's he was kind of supposed to be the next like up and coming Australian, wasn't he? Or is I mean, it sounds he's still kind of he's, like he's not ball striking machine, right? I mean, we I feel like we've talked about him in forty three k, and like he's kind of popped up on the radar as a great ball striker. Yeah, he's had a solid year or last two years actually. I actually do have a good story about him. I think it was like two or three years ago. It was when uh, our good friend the Baldino Monday qualified for the three M. Yeah, and uh, so my so Gusty was out there with some of his college buddies because Baldino was like one of the last tee times of the day on uh, Friday, and uh, there was also a guy from Wisconsin that Charlie Danielson. Yeah, yep. So he was playing. So there was a bunch of his buddies were out there watching him, and he was like at the time like one off the cut, and Cam Davis was like the last group on the course basically, and it was pretty well known that they needed Cam Davis to like double or worse for the cut to move for this Charlie Danielson to make it. And he did, he like tripled nine at TPC, like hit it long in the bunker and like half sculled it and like three whipped, made like a triple or something to move the cut. And my buddy Gusty was out there and there's only like 50 people out there at this time. Cause it's the last group of the day. And I think there was like the Zach Brown band concert that yep. night. So everybody went over to that. So like this poor, this Cam Davis is like his first year on tour and he had missed a bunch of cuts in a row. So he triples to miss the cut by one and move the cut line. So there's like 50 people. They're all like yelling, cheering, going nuts. And he's like in tears, I guess. <laughs> and then to make matters worse, they go to like at like the concert. The tournament director gets up there and the cut just moved. So Brooks Kepka made the cut this weekend. Come on out. Like everybody's making Ugh. a big scene out of it. Yeah, this poor guy triples it to, and everybody's just ecstatic. <laughs> that he missed the cut by one and all these other guys get back into it. But So, going from that to winning, it's good to see. Made up but, for it. Yeah. Because yeah. he's only yeah. 24, 25 years old, isn't he? I mean, he's not. He's a kid. Not that yeah. old, I don't think. I'll tell you what, too. I mean, I don't know if anybody else thought this, but I thought for a four, like a three person, four hole playoff, even though three guys only lasted one hole, but uh, <clears throat> it was a pretty boring playoff. Maybe maybe we're just used to the eight you know the eight hole playoffs. Now the new people, standard with people bombing you know dropping you know eight nine footers. But I think the longest putt made was like six feet, which is no bunny, I guess, either in a playoff situation. But still, like, yeah, did, like Merritt made a couple five six footers, and then he ended up missing that one. But, did he yeah. three putt the last hole? No, he missed the green right. I think on okay. the par three. Okay, so or short and right or something. He chipped like six feet past. And missed a couple back. Sure. Also, I listened to uh, a lot of it on PGA Tour radio on my way coming back oh boy. from the cab, and I thought it was thoroughly entertaining. So <laughs> Moderately informative, thoroughly was, entertaining. Yes, exactly. It should be our new motto, if it hasn't been for a while. <laughs> well, it's glad, it didn't put you to sleep, and you made it home. No, no, I did. Day. I did. Slow yeah, down I thought, going for us. I did. I, I, Paul, I kind of agree with you. There's definitely an identity there. It seems like they're doing like a lot of good for the Detroit community. Um, it just seems like kind of a cool classic. Is it a Donald Ross design? Yeah. Like just classic throwback city golf course. Again, one of those courses probably similar to like Minneapolis Country Club here that you just think like, wow, this is a pretty hard, good test of golf. And then the best of the best get out there and just it's nothing for them. Tear it up. Some really cool holes out there too. So. It is a classic yeah. three three years yeah. ago. So yeah. Um, Any other great storylines this week? Anybody else like? They still do the deal where they them? like charter these guys over to the open that play in it. That was the big deal for a while with this. Oh, for John Gear, yeah, to get 
Oh, you're talking sure. rockets. Well, I was just going to say, was there anything else like before we put Rocket yeah. to bed, or it just was like another good tournament and moving on? Well, so this isn't really related, but I've kind of been known to take us off topic. But uh, good, good. When you said Rocket, I immediately thought Red Rocket, you know, from South Park days, like a dog penis. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. Sure. And sure. so this weekend we go up north, uh, visit my folks. Uh, or with my folks, and they have a brand new puppy that they named Boomer. But she, my mom, keeps accidentally calling him Boner, and like, she, like there's nothing accidental about that. Well, right, but just it's nothing. Like, have you hearing your mom say like the Boner just won't come when you want him to, or like it's <laughs> it's very frustrating and unnerving. <laughs> Anyways, you can like think of all like it happened on multiple occasions, and there were some really bad ones there, you know. Boner just won't go down. No. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. So anyways, now we can move on officially. <laughs> the Red Rocket Mortgage Classic. There we go. Boner's just all up on my leg right now. <laughs> okay, anyways. So yeah. the John Deere. John Deere, yeah. So The Zach Johnson, Steve Stricker Classic. I know. Well, you know, I was looking. It's like, does Zach only have one win here? I felt like he had more. A while back. I think a while back he used to, like, just maybe. I think Stricker won here like three years in three a row. Three years in a row, I think. But yeah. yeah, he has the three in a row. But then I was looking back, it's like, Zach just must like crush it, you know, standings. Zach got going all the way back to 2003, and I've only got him with one if I look through this. Which is shocking. Oh, I think he's cashed like just about every time. And yeah, I think he's second in career earnings at this tournament. Well, yeah. Anyway, so, so there's that. But I was surprised by that because, you know. You'd expect you'd expect to be up there, but yeah, I definitely feel like this is kind of more of a course history course, just kind of for those reasons. The same guys kind of do well, always the same play well, yeah, you know, and same type of guys, I guess. It's usually pretty hot here, sticky Midwest. Is it going to cool off there too? I assume. I don't this know. Week? Looks great this week here, but yeah. I feel like in years past, this golf course looks beat up on TV. Am I wrong in saying that? I don't. I just think it's because all these guys end up playing from the same spots. Like, it's yeah. just wedged, wedged into every hole, Sure, basically. good point. <clears throat> because this, this is where Paul Goido shot 59. <laughs> is he playing this week? He might be a 43K <laughs> guy with what I got going on, trying to figure out <laughs> who to pick for this. Do the seniors have a major this week, I think? I don't yeah, think so, because Shooker's in the field, so I wouldn't. Okay, I was going to say, I thought it was senior open week. Well, like, I don't think Like, it's... senior U.S. open? Yeah. And if that's question, the case, wouldn't you go senior U.S. Open over? That's why I can't believe the Yon Deer. But well, I'm sure he like. I mean, he won this thing three times, so I'm sure he kind of owes at least his house to this place. Well, sorry, Steve Stricker, like moving the gate, like no, but like, yeah, he's probably got some some tail there <laughs> in the, the U.S. cities. The, the actually, you're you're right. It is the U.S. Senior Open this week. It's yeah. Steve, Steve Stricker is the defending champion. And oh, wow. And he's that's, not going to play the Johnny. There's something wrong with DraftKings that he's in the field? or That just seems really bizarre that he would. Well, he just won the PGA a couple weeks ago, right? Or the players, the senior players. He's defending champion. I don't, yeah. Well, let's see. That's, no, he's on the power rankings, so. All right. That All right. is really Bold crazy. Play. Interesting. Uh, yeah, no, there's. Not seen any articles as to why. Well, that being said, then how much is he on DraftKings? Seventy-seven hundred. Uh, Seventy-seven hundred. Yeah, I was like trying to get him on my team, and I just I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it's probably God. And where where is the senior? Uh, senior opens at Omaha. I think Country it's in Club. Omaha. Yeah, 
think you could like PJ get yep, like morning both. tea time after night. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Because that is a sweet, right? July 8th through the 7th is what, or 8th through the 11th is what it said for the US yeah. Open, so that's a sweet one. I don't know. That'd be great. I'd be like, neon, neon. Yeah. Somehow, just, somehow find a way to play in both. Take the, take the helicopter, take a PJ in, yeah. Yeah. Remember uh, that, that year that Phil was like, he skipped the US Open to go to his daughter's like high school graduation. graduation, so they're like, everyone was trying to say the USGA should just give him like the last tea time of the day so he could there was a chance he could take his private jet. If he lands like on property, he could make his tea time. It's like, yeah, that's what's going to happen. I mean, that's like Paul Cito trying to get into the invitational stuff. With yeah. His wife yeah. Over. <laughs> I don't know. That next day was pretty boring. I probably could play it. <laughs> Ain't that a fact? Yeah. The second day, the second day in the hospital back to speaking of Phil, we do have the, the big match tomorrow with that. Too. Oh my God. Very exciting. Thank you so much for bringing that up. How could we, that's I just I'm just envisioning like it's gonna be like over the top bad like they're gonna find a way to like somehow get Brooks Kepka in there like he's either gonna show up like WWE style like that would be amazing from behind a tree or something <laughs> and then they'll do, and then they're gonna do the same with like freaking I don't know like Jordan Love or something with Rogers or I don't know like it's gonna something. I have a feeling just with Phil involved, it's just and Phil and Bryson between the two of them, like just the dumbest shit's gonna happen. So I mean, I think that makes it oh. television, right? Like I can just yeah. oh, no, because no, weren't they? Are they doing the deal like they did with the Tiger Phil Brady Manning deal, where they're gonna have like remember they'd have like these guys call in like, oh, if Brady hits the green here, I'll donate a hundred thousand dollars. Oh yeah, whatever. yeah, oh yeah, yeah. yeah I can just picture that too. Like if you know, if Bryson pumps this OB, I'll donate like, or something stupid. I don't know. Well, I mean, Bryson has just uh, not been in great form lately. Did you guys hear what? So, so, first of all, some reporter asked him this week about. Yeah, you lose me. What happened, yo? Did you guys lose my audio? I'm here. Oh, just hop back in to cast. Yeah, yeah. See, it's not Mike. Brought to you by FantasyNational.com/slash/pods. Sorry, what's that? Oh, it's not my. It's not my computer. It's been his. Hello, hello. Yeah, be back. Okay. Hold on, so let me I'm mute on. my. Okay. Rock on. So, anyways, what was I saying? Oh yeah, Bryson. So, so, some reporter asked him this week about like what happened in the fourth round of of the U.S. Open, which kind of a little tacky. Two weeks later, but he's like, it's basically bad luck. This is really what he boiled down to. But then it goes bad on luck. to it wasn't one hole. It wasn't one shot. It was a it wasn't series one of divot. It was a series of bad luck. And he also referenced his driver and said that his driver is basically always luck, too. Like, it's kind of a weird comment. But because anyways. Sp- his ball speed is so high. It's, yeah, it's not bad luck when you miss every fairway. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I can attest to that. Uh-huh. But, uh, so this week, you know, he misses the cut. He's an ambassador for a thing. Uh, former or defending champion, too. And then... Uh, doesn't take any reporter's questions. So, like, the guy who's, like, saying, oh, you know, why are you guys trying to make me look bad by following all my shots? And it's like, you're doing a pretty good job of it on your own. It's like, you know, they're trying to get their image so good. It's like, I think everybody would be like, I'd love for him to just stick around and go, fuck, I hate this goddamn game. He actually said I hate this game, too, at one point. I hate golf. Yeah. So, fuck. I said... Said that today. So I was, we were on poll 16, and uh, Michael Bragg says, Hey, how's it going? Which I said, Fuck the world. <laughs> He's like, Okay. But, anyways, yeah. As if you need a reason not to like or to like Bryson. There you go. 
I wonder if he'll take questions this weekend or tomorrow. And they're like up in the mind. Some of that's overblown too. It's I mean, if the guy doesn't want to talk like this, he has a right to say. It. I mean, some of it's bad form, but I, I don't know. It's, yeah, it's heat of the moment, whatever, too, right? Yeah, it's like you're going to end up saying something you regret probably if you exactly. <laughs> I guess I could see that. So the, there's like a 777-yard like, par 5 this week there at the, wherever they're playing. Yeah. It's all at ele- elevation, though, right? Yeah, it's all at elevation. Oh, at the this, Big Sky one. Okay. Yeah, at the Big Sky. Apparently, like, it's all downhill. So I thought that was interesting. But, yeah, you know what's probably going to happen, too, is Bryson's going to get home in two, and people are going to be, oh, my goodness. That'll be the freaking thing. It'll be Brooks will pop out. Hunter bucks you shake it into the woods. <laughs> <laughs> Or be the, the freaking yes! sizz, sizz, Sizzler guy from Happy yeah. Gilmore. Like, <laughs> I, this, like I said, I, just, I would bet money that something just off the rails happens. Just dumb. But what are our thoughts on the uh, Bryson Brooks thing now? Like week six in, I'm over it. Like, yeah, it was, well, I was over it. Like the, the interview was hilarious. I thought where Brooks, but then it was like it should have just ended there. Like, yeah, that was kind of funny. And then it just turned into like, this is not like the real world. Oh, right. Yeah. Well, and then the you know his caddy the bail. The caddy quit. Right? Yeah, quit. Yeah. This and then week. <laughs> and Brooks sends out the yeah, the like caddy appreciation. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, you, it's cute. I mean, I guess but, it might bring some new eyeballs into the game, but I think for golf fans, it's like I don't know, yeah. there are enough storylines that you don't need to go back to that. Well, it's kind of boring. Yeah, it's. I think it's stupid that Brooks is trying to play like the. Oh, we're we're attracting new people. It's like, no, nah, I don't know if you are. And it's like that's not the way to do it. I don't know. It's like golf. Those are really it's like the, the golf. Point. It's like golf's the game of honor and all this stuff. It's like that's you know. So Bryson's kind of been known for going through caddies a lot. But so for this one to like quit, I mean, Bryson's made six million year to date. I don't know if the guy who quit. What does anybody know his name? No. Uh, I can't like, remember if they had it. I don't know if he's like the type that's like on salary, and maybe that's why he quit or whatever. Well, let's just be, say, I mean, let's just say on average he's making ten percent. I mean, it's six hundred yeah, grand. 600, yeah, so, so he <laughs> must really hate the dude, or not want to be around, or well, he's probably gonna. I mean, I'm sure there's a lot of good players out there that you can handle that guy. Like, I'll right, take you, point. you know. And there's probably a lot of guys that are like, geez, like Bryson's. Like, I don't have the time or want to put the time and effort into all that stuff, but maybe his caddy knows something about, you know, speaking of all these different the, numbers and whatever else. But. Mm-hmm. The the patron saint of uh, of caddies with infinite patience, Ted Scott, this week's bag, uh, they shot 64 on Sunday, making up for uh, the week prior. They played really well. Yeah, I was I, when we were kind of recapping the Red Rocket, I was thinking, like, God, didn't somebody come out and post something? And I forgot. It was Bubba. Yeah, he yeah. bogey-free, 8-under. It was Bubba and uh, your guy, Norrin. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, Norrin shot 64, 64, I think. Yeah, they both did, yeah. It's Missed really, by one or two. Yeah. You know, and then they're probably finishing up, like, I don't know, maybe I have a chance, but probably not. And then, and then it all kind of came to a head at the end. Yeah, good tournament. So, yeah, should we uh, kind of just get into uh, – 43k here a little bit and maybe yeah. uh, do some one and done picks and wrap this up a little bit early and save our, our juices for the uh, major week that is coming up next week. The yeah, final can, major. Do you guys want the spreadsheet? You're good without it. I can. I mean, Paul, uh, I think you're so far out in front of it. It's yeah. Gonna be like no, I did have another. I finished 11th again this week in 43k and, and Satoshi needed a par on 18 to make. I would have had six out of six and he doubled it. I think. <laughs> I have been crushing our snake drafts, by the way. I just want to throw yeah. that out there. 
So, but I did oh. pick up like 160 on your Rhino this week, so I think I'm up 300 ish now. So, kind of the last couple weeks of at least I, yeah, I was up looking beat you by about 160 and 170 the last couple weeks. So. I got Lebiota, my guy. At least made it semi interesting. But like for a top four or top five, whatever in in DK, you don't get that a lot of extra points, do you? Yeah, you do. I think you get bonus points for top tens, basically. Yeah. Don't you lose like you get so you get twenty points or thirty points for winning it, and then twenty four uh, seconds. So it's a ten point difference there, and then it kind of goes down one point like per spot. So sure. like, okay, okay, a fifth would be you know gotcha. fifteen points, I think. Sure. All right, and then and then it starts yeah. to like taper off significantly. You know what I mean? Then it's like a, a step. You know, like it might drop off to you know yeah. for every two spots or something like that. But we do have to, we do have to give a shout out to Tracker for finishing second to last. He beat <laughs> yes. one person. Maybe yeah, that's oh, yeah. why we bailed. He's just, <laughs> but, he's just so crushed and butthurt about that. Well, you know what? The good news is that like hopefully uh, he. We, I'm not going to remind him to put in his picks on this and. <laughs> I because I said I'm not going to lose. I'm not going to come DFL on this thing here this year. And with him having a no score here, that'll I bet he'll put it. I'm sure he will, especially when we do our uh, our snake draft here. Oh, by the way, listeners, you should follow uh, Nice Shot Pods on Twitter because typically on Wednesday night around eight thirty nine o'clock Central Time, we tend to do a snake draft with twelve uh, players, and we get about eight of them filled with. Nice shot pods, guys. We also had uh, some tour junkies in there and Future Fantasy last week. Uh, my brother, The Bucket. And then we need to fill up some other spots, so we tweet out the link to the contest. So if you ever want to, like, take our money because we clearly don't know dick about fantasy golf, <laughs> hop on in. And now that you publicize them as pod, it might take, like, 10 minutes to fill the 12 spots as opposed to, like, 25. I think, it's, I think it's fun as shit. The problem is my kid usually comes up and <laughs> I'm like... Okay, yeah. so like last week I got Hideki, who ultimately he did WD after the the first round, and then I had Charlie Hoffman, I think, is my second pick. Who did Hoffman WD before the yeah turn exactly? Out. I'm like, whoops. I wish that's only with a snake me. draft. I wish there was a thing because it was already known on there that Hoffman had WD. Yeah, they but just they kept him in. Like, I wish they'd figure well, out. So this what you like, have to what out. you have to do is you have to go into if you go in like while you're waiting for the draft to start. Just flip over to edit your rankings, and you can drop those guys down to the very bottom. Oh, got it. Okay, sure. So just to be safe, uh, you don't. Yeah. So like, just so like, if you happen to miss a pick, it ain't gonna, it ain't gonna sure. load those guys on there. Or I believe if you like star guys too, that I think that might give them precedent. But I'm not like, certain on that part. Moose, you're a big player in the in the fantasy golf world. Like, are snake Fuck drafts yeah, becoming more popular? I don't think so. They sure shit should. They're a lot of fun. I think it's more fun for like this type of thing. I totally think they should have like private ones. Yeah. Yeah. Like that would be way better. Be a start ones and, Like we just kind of have to coordinate it and it works. But, yeah. um, but you know what I mean? The problem is you're never going to have a million dollar winner. Right. But if you had like a set group of guys and like everybody threw in, I don't know, let's say 50 bucks a week kind of a thing. Oh, yeah. Like, now all of a sudden there's some, there's some decent chatter in there and. Oh yeah, I mean, and if it's a group, it, and it's like you know, kind of like uh, it's a micro fantasy football draft, really, right? I mean, so it takes about 20, 30 minutes of your time, and yeah, if you could get the twelve guys to do that, the problem with that is that like you'd have to have the whole group set up, like you know, what I mean, if we up that to fifty bucks, you know, how long we'd sit there for? Right, right, right. You and know, people started that, bitching about like, oh, I didn't yeah, make you that have pick, to, and you have to do the twelve person draft too. So you know, we haven't yeah. really talked about this much on the pod though, but like. 
our feeling is that you kind of have to do the 12 person because if not, it's like when you go, if you just do a six person yeah, draft, and by six person, I mean like teams of players, not how many golfers. You're always picking six golfers. If you're right. not familiar with this, maybe a lot of people don't even know that you can do this out there, but it is a blast. It, once you actually get started, what's a draft last? Like five, ten, or ten minutes maybe tops? No, I think it's probably 20 minutes. Is it really that long? Yeah. It's, okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's... Because depending where you're drafting in the order, it could be like you know, yeah. 15 picks until your next pick, which it does go quick, but... Yeah, it does Anyways, go quick. It's a, it's, it's a lot of fun. And it's decent, and it's decent. You get notifications, too, so you can kind of stop paying attention for a while. But, yeah, I like it. I like it. It's like... could be a lot of fun, too, actually, for football. I bet... I'm sure they do football ones of those, you yeah. know, once football comes around. It does seem like... And I've had, I've had some success. I've won a couple of them, and it seems like, at least for, like, the first four picks, I'm pretty much chalk. Like within like one or two or four rankings of what they're saying, of yeah. like what they say you should do. But then when it gets down to the bottom, then it's like, oh, this guy's still available. Steve Stricker is still out there. I'm going to give that a shot versus Higo or whatever. Yeah, I'm like you know, yeah, I'd say that. Oh, I'd say cool. like, I'd say yes. I'd say as the as it moves along, I start scrolling down more. But I'd say yeah. even on that first pick, if you get that, you know, the top four picks, there's sometimes I'm going. Five guys, you know, six guys down. But it's, sure. especially lately, though, I mean, there's been four good guys in a tournament, so you're not really deviating too far. Right. But, you know. Yeah, uh, I just think if people, if, if you get a little taste of it, people would get hooked. Especially if you can do it, you know, every Wednesday at 8.30 kind of a thing. Get locked yeah. in. Yeah. That's a good time to do it, too. So, yeah. anyway. Congrats on your win. I, got, I think I got a second place. But anyways, yes, we can get back to our, oh, I'll pick my freaking team here. Um... Let's see here for, for 43K while, while we're going. Um, let's see here. I was going to pull my site up. Sneak peek view. And do you guys throw the sneak peek view on when you pop over? Or do you guys just kind of stick with the standard tables and stuff? I'm pretty pretty standard. Okay. How they play it. I like that sneak. Well, I, that's what I like the sneak peek for is I can just flip between recent results and, and uh, tournament history right away. Clearly well, hasn't been that. helping me much in this, but helps me for actually uh, listening off, I think. So... Let's see. I did I get rid of Peter Malnati? I have Peter Malnati favorited here. Did I keep him on? I think I might switch swap him out here. Come on, DraftKings, load up my lineup. Here we go. Oh, I did keep him in there. You know why? Peter Malnati kind of reminds me of a Steve Stricker kind of guy. Like he can pot. He sucked lately. He he's missed four of his last five cuts, and the one that he made was uh, T fifty four at the Travelers. But I'm going to keep him in there just because. Just cause. Um, let's see here. Got Robert Streb. He, on the other hand, at sixty seven hundred. He, on the other hand, has made five of his last or four of his last five cuts. Um, although he's not played very well here. God, I need to change him out too. Probably. This seems like a Streb place too. He's just a streaky guy, really. I'd say. Yeah. You know, he also hasn't played well in the last couple of years. Period. He was T fourteen here in twenty fifteen. So whoop you fucking do on that. Um, moving up, Patrick Rogers, uh, he's got some decent history here. Second in 2017, uh, has made four of his last five cuts, four consecutive, um, 7,400 bucks. Supposedly he's a good putter, but I feel like good putters play well here. Um, at 7,600, I'm kind of going out on a ledge here and I'm going with that, uh, Mito Pereira. I uh, missed the cut last week. I think he's maybe just a little bit nervous for his PGA Tour debut. Um, which I believe was his debut. I can double check that, but he's been tearing up the corn fairy 
And uh, yeah, he graduated. Get three wins, right? Yeah, yeah. I don't see him playing anything of any note here. Oh, he played a U.S. Open once, twice. Missed some cuts there, but uh, yeah. So he hasn't done well when in Puerto Rico. He missed the cut there too. So he hasn't done well on on there. But he's been, like I said, crushing the Corn Ferry. So maybe give him one more shot here this week. And at seventy six hundred, I need some money to spend or need some. Blow some money, and then at the top I went Kyle Stanley, which got seventy nine hundred for Kyle Stanley. Just ugh. not a fan, but that's where we're at. Um, well, see, Paul's been riding Stanley for two months now, and it's working. It's true, and I might keep riding the this <laughs> too. Well, good. That's all. I get one guy through at least. <laughs> when you're talking about Mito, that like brings up an interesting point. Now, granted, when a guy graduates up, you, you usually probably you have access and you can play in some of these like let's say tier three events that are probably lend themselves to be easier golf courses. You think it's easier for, to be like introduced on the PGA tour playing really hard golf courses or when you need to be in like a birdie fest, like an easy kind of gentle course, like John. It's a great question. I would say, I would say it'd be better to have a difficult course. I agree. Um, and I guess the only reason I say that is just because, you know, you, like U.S. Opens, you tend to always have some kind of unknown guys that can just, like, keep the pressure up for, you know, a couple days at least and stick around where, you know, you just don't have to do anything, like, spectacular. Yeah. But to just, like, go lights out and shoot 68 four days in a row. Right. Right. Seems a little... Yeah, you look at a tournament like this, you probably... 500 is probably going to be the cut. Yeah. You shoot 37 your first nine, it's like, well, okay, I'm way behind now. Yeah. So that would be my theory, but you, you concur. But yeah. Well, I, I, think I, don't know, I, think I think it just depends on what type of player you are, too. Sure. Like, there's some some guys, like like uh, our buddy that used to caddy for Bronson McCaskey. He was the same type. He just was a guy that never went low, but he could play really difficult. He'd shoot the same thing on difficult courses as he, as he would easy courses. So, I mean, but. Yeah. Uh, but you think a guy with, like, come off corn fair where you get a win, I mean, it's 20-something under every week to win. Right. So you'd think this would kind of be more of a similar mindset when you get there like okay hey, i gotta make a bunch of birdies yeah what are you doing this is you know this is it'd be good if we had our good friend uh tractor on because this was an interesting debate I, I think he found this on golf works or some blog he was reading but it was it was all kind of based around it was i don't know if it was just like a report or an article on the you know pga tour players where do they come from and and it, it traditionally they do not come from challenging hard golf courses top 100 golf courses in the country Oh really? Yeah, it's it's a lot of like uh, not necessarily munis or whatever, but just like public golf courses or easier private golf courses because they're ingrained with the idea that you need to make birdie from one to eighteen every single day. Interesting. Well, I still remember. Uh, I think it was Tim Heron said when they were he played college golf at New Mexico. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. He said their coach used to always make them play. They play the women's tees the day before a tournament. Just get used to. Just to yes, yeah, so like go make birdies. Interesting. Um, quick se- 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 sidetrack again, because that's what I do here. So, uh, you, Paul reminded me that the Green Heron's coming up next week at Hazeltine, which is uh, like a parent-child alternate shot tournament, and it's the first year I'm going to be playing with it. And awesome. I was looking at it, and I was, I'm super pumped about it. Um, I'm sure that my kid's going to have a meltdown. There's going to be some whiffs in there, but we're going to have fun, and I'm just going to like have the cart loaded with candy. Um, but I noticed that the spelling of it was H-E-R-R-O-N. So I thought it was green heron like a bird, but it looks like it's named after a it's, heron. No, it should be one R. Oh, well, okay. Cheers to the pro shop on that one. Then. Where did you... 
The, it's one. On it's the, one. It's one R on the. Oh, it on is the, on the event okay. deal. They they must have corrected it. Oh, God. just kidding. I don't know. It, I, why is it I named after a heron? Are there herons on the golf course? Are herons no? They should green? name them after Father monarch, fingers? the Green Monarch. <laughs> there you go. I did see so uh, many of them during the, during the Invitational, though. You saw so many monarchs. Yeah, I did. Yes. Um. So my like, tractor crazy's never seen one. No, I saw. Pro- I, don't, I mean, I guess I've never noticed. I mean, I'm not saying that I've never seen one. They're just like I don't. There's not like a plethora of monarch butterflies. So what this is going to listeners is that. Um, <laughs> We started to notice like a little bit of a weed problem, some members, and we're like, we need to get rid of some of these weeds. And one of the members, one of the older lady members called up and complained that we can't get rid of all the milkweed because it's like a monarch butterfly habitat. And it was just on one specific spot of the course. And today, Paul, we're walking around and you're like, well, look at all this fucking milkweed everywhere else. Yep. And not one monarch, by the way. We didn't see a single fucking monarch. Uh... Okay. With that, <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, we, Thank we're you. a little bit up. <clears throat> Let's keep the uh, the Pete Malnati train going at, si- at 6,500. Yeah, I, I don't remember. I had somebody else at 6,300. I think I had Kevin Tway, but then after it was all said and done, I had an extra couple hundred bucks to spend. My thinking on Pete Malnati is when he makes a cut, he seems to top 10. The problem is he doesn't make a lot of top. He doesn't make a lot of cuts, therefore, or top 10s. <laughs> but for a guy that oh cheap, I think he has three top 10s. So it's like, well, I don't know. And Moose, if he reminds you of Steve Stricker, this has got to be a good course for him. Uh, then I got Scotty Hot Brown at 6,600. Um, I, I think he did me well when I had a top 10 a couple weeks back. So I, I'm going to go back to Scott Brown. He he had like he's made the cut I think like three times here, and he played awesome on Sunday. He I think he like barely made the cut, and then I think he played I don't know shot like four or five six under on Sunday. So he's got a little bit of momentum. I don't know. That's I I didn't have a ton of budget. I spent up, as you'll see. Then a uh, a guy had a head to head bet, so he got my money on Sunday. But Roger Sloan, the big Canadian, he uh, he plays just seems to be a pretty damn good ball striker, at least according to Shotlink. And uh, yeah, I don't know he's tenth here last year, so seems like he does a lot well, at least according to that one round on Sunday. So we'll give that a shot. Um, this is something I'm very surprised that I did, but I. Again, he burned me last week. I don't know why I like him, but I like Ryan Armour at 7,100. But like a moth to the flame, I'm going back there. Um, so I don't know. He just seems to do things well. And he's kind of cheap at 7,100, so let's give it a shot. Uh, decent form. Has played here well. I think he's been top 18 three of the last four trips to Iowa. Scott Stallings at 7,400. I don't know. Seems like there's been a little bit of resurgence in his game. I think I saw a goatee. So, fear the beard. Uh, all leading way to, I had 8,500 left. So, you got to go with uh, a guy who's, I believe Moose, you said, always says, or no, I think you were talking about Steve Stricker, but regardless, kind of the same person here. I got Zach Johnson at 8,500. So, okay. I had to spend up, but it's worth it. Seems like he's going to make the cut. So, I'm sure he's yeah. going to fucking shoot 80 80 now. But. <laughs> all right. Well, I kind of went with the strategy that we discussed for some of these weaker field events where I have a couple bottom barrel guys because I just think that. Them making the cut is really not that much lower of a percentage than a guy that's like seven thousand. So I'd rather take a couple of these bottom guys to get a couple, a couple extras in the high seven thousand. So um, I actually did pull the trigger on Kevin Tway Rhino. Um, 
I don't know. I remember him kind of contending here once. It looks like he finished 12th. I thought he was closer than that, but um, he did finish 14th last week, so I don't know. A couple made cuts in a row, a top 20 finish. I feel like he's one of those guys that usually has a good tournament or two a year. Maybe this is the one. Uh, also 6,300, Josh Teeter. Yeah. Um, I feel like anybody... <laughs> well, no, it's just like, I looked at him like, okay, anybody who's 6,300 that's made 12 out of 17 cuts, I'll take good, chances. Yeah. I mean, I think a couple of them have been corn fairy, but this tour events, he's had a couple of decent, decent finishes too. So um, 7,000, he bit me last week, but I'm just going to chalk it up to an unlucky, I think he shot like 40 on the back to miss the cut. Satoshi Kodaira, um, talked about it last week, but yeah, 11th, 13th, 1936 before last mm-hmm. week. Opened with 67 last week, so it looked like he was on his way to a good finish again and kind of a bad back nine Friday. So um, that paves the way. I got three guys in the upper 7,000s I like. Um, I did go with Steve Stricker at 7,700. I just think he'll probably a good chance he makes a cut. Um, Fucking better for skipping the senior open. Yeah, 7,800. Quietly, 19th, 10th, 25th the last three weeks. Bo Hostler. And then 7,900, I'm going to keep riding him. He keeps making cuts. Kyle Stanley. I mean, it's crazy to think Kyle Stanley's your horse. I don't really consider him my horse, but... I think he was your horse last week, too, wasn't he? He keeps making every cut, and his price doesn't... I mean, he was 76 or 77 last week. He's only 79 this week. So. Okay, let's play the game. Career earnings, Kyle Stanley. He's I guess he's like over 10 15. million. Oh, that's, that's great. So interesting that you said that, because I, I pulled that up for Scott Brown earlier when you mentioned him, but, well... Let me go find. What's Stanley. Scott Brown's? Nine million. He's no, he's ten million, oh. which is crazy because he's. I gotta got, think Kyle's um, well over that. Twelve million. Sixteen point six. He has two career wins. Should have been three. Remember when he fucking rattled it off the flag stick at that dump, Tory Pines? Well, this is kind of CBS <laughs> says sixteen point six. Yahoo says seventeen, but. Oh, PGA Tour is the place to go. But I just did a Google search. Yeah, it's actually you have to like kind of do it. There's a little bit of trick to seeing it on PGA Tour, actually. But so you know, like Scott Brown, too, just going back to his two at ten million, like he's got one first, three seconds, and a third in two thirds. Like doesn't seem like great, but he's got twenty four top tens in two hundred and sixty seven starts. So that's, that's like a top like every eight percent. That's pretty time. good. Yeah, like ten. Per- yeah, that's. I mean, and he's and that's those are PGA Tour cuddling. statistics. Yep, this is PGA Tour career. Yep, yep. Let's see what goes on on the Corn Ferry. Well, he's got another four hundred K on the Corn Ferry, but yeah, one in six to top ten on the Corn Ferry. But so, but more about one in ten on. Pretty impressive. Not, yeah, a little bit less than one in ten, but yeah, no, it's yeah, but yeah, I feel like this is kind of the type of course that I mean, he's by no means a bomber. I think this is the kind of course that he uh, eats it up on. Looks like a total peanut. So. <laughs> it's a ten million dollar guy. <laughs> oh, maybe he could babysit my parents' dog this week. Anyways, so one and done. It, it, it is uh, done. It's over. I did. I, yeah, I, I didn't have a very good week. Thanks, Matt. So, uh, he shot. He was yeah uh, firing out of the gates last week. I thought I was. I'm, Pace for another top 10, but no, he finished 58th. Uh, Rhino, you had the best finish, Kokrak T12. Yeah. And Moose and Tracker missed cuts with Webb and Kevin Streelman. So, yeah, I'm still a little over $6 million Okay, up. objects in your mirror. <laughs> on Rhino, so uh, technically Tracker, no, Moose is actually We up. should make a pick for him. 
No, he can pick who's left. Fair. Yeah. Alright, Moose. Fuck. Um, this is... What a dumb week this is. Um, I don't think I've got Burger or M left. Or Harming. Davis just won. I'll go... Abuse Russell Henley. Have I used Zach Johnson? I have a feeling I've used Zach Johnson, too. If you've used Zach Johnson and one and done, that be... You have not used you have not used it. Okay, book it, Dano. What an electric last three weeks. Streelman, Webb, and Zach. <laughs> I go Webb's legit. No, he's not. Not anymore. Yeah. All right, Rhino. Yeah. I'll go Russ Henley. He's been playing good. All right. for a win. I'm debating. Yeah, only two weeks left on the mail. Yeah, I'm not gonna overthink it. I think this guy leads the tour in birdies, so I'm gonna I was debating Harmon, but I think I'll just go Sungjae. He played good last week. And he's taken next to the next week off. Yeah. Is that yeah. correct? Yeah. yeah. Which makes sense. So, there we go. That's one last guy that we can take in Nassau because we're in the 9,000s. Ooh, what a week. Or, or, mm. Yeah, I think you guys, you had Day and Kisner. They were both pretty good you last week. You said Fowler, but yeah. Fowler and Tractor Tringali. I don't know what he uh, did. He played well. Yeah, he actually did play well on Sunday. He made the cut. I think he so, was top 20. Might have. Dave and Kisner were both like top 15. Yeah. Yeah. Both so, have Tractor here. Who it's me and Moose this week, so I think Rhino should pick first, probably, and then Tractor can pick fourth. I mean, there's only. There's a decent one. It's 9,000. Right? Yeah, Henley and Emmer off the board. Okay. Yeah, I mean, you guys go first, or you want us to go first? Why don't you go first? Because then Tractor's. He just gets the Got last it. pick. Can I? Can I? Can I? Uh, well, no, I won't do that. Well, I was going to switch my one and done pick already, but then so, it bucks everything up here. So never mind. We, I'll, so Rhino, I'll just use him here. Yeah. Rhino gets the well, pick. Well, I'm first. obviously going to go with Dan Berger. Okay. Um, oh, because we. I think go. we got to go. I think. Well, I'm going to go Harmon then Moose. Okay, great. I'm going to go Seamus. Harmon Bauer. Harmon Bauer. Unless you want to pick four tractor, I don't we'll allow that. Um, I'll let him pick. He can make his own bed. Who, Why the, is your pick for him on the? I would probably. Oh, I would honestly. I would probably go Streelman. You picked him last week. I think you like Streelman. Yeah, I don't know. I, I'll let him make it. Why is Aaron Wise so high? Is he one this time? Which uh, which it's is a phenomenal in the Quad Cities. There it is, yeah. Yeah, for being such a shitty putter. Holy so, yeah, should be. I mean, we're. Yeah, let's get this over with. There's no open championship last year, so let's get get moving to that. Yeah. Although, our, it kind of sucks. Our uh, our stroke play is open weekend, so. Oh, Hafflefinger is? Yeah. So, I guess motivation to play late, really as well. late as you possibly can. So, you get a late, late tea time on yeah. Sunday, hopefully. But. Yeah, that's, so that's kind of a bummer, but. And it seems like. I mean, if I remember correctly, it, it almost seems like it's getting like later and later. Like they almost try and like position it for the United States viewing. I think it usually ends around one, like noon or okay, one. Okay, I was I think. thinking closer to two, but yeah. But they got a buffer in. It's a three or four hole playoff. They do it for it's four, I think, isn't it for British Open or for Open Championship? I think it's four, four hole playoff. So they get a leave enough daylight for that. But it's usually six or seven hour time difference from here, so. Holy shit, I can't believe how far down Mickelson is on the Ryder Cup standings. Even though he won a major? Yeah, he's he's only 17. Well, that's, that's about, about where he I should mean, be with a major. Nothing. He's that's done nothing, really. I mean, yeah. that's true. Although he's he had some great 45s. 
Yeah, I thought there are glimmers of hope. They were glimmers of hope, and he went and won a major. You see this on Thursday or Friday? He he missed like one fairway this week. When when he's when the timing is right, it's still Phil. The problem is you just can't trust it over seventy-two holes. It's like Ned Chagru. There you go. (laughs) We we just had a conversation similar to that today, but not clearly like Phil Mickelson. Ned Chagru is not a. Pour my last beer, fine. Fuck it. Oh, <laughs> see, so other than that, nothing. I mean, no tournaments this past week or anything other than Fourth of July. But well, what, what's the uh, Scottish Open this week? Who's who's, who's oh, is that? That Renaissance Club. It's, it's at. I think it's up in Aberdeen. It's at. Uh, we were talking about last week, Paul. Isn't it the Renaissance no. Club? It, that was or like the, the Jubilee or whatever for the Irish Open, which I think Lucas Herbert Her- won wire to wire. No, I'm pretty sure. It's we talked about it. It's one of the places up north. It's up by North Berwick, yeah. but it's but it's not North Berwick. Yeah, it's the Renaissance Club. Is the okay, name because Richie Ramsey in North Berwick. Richie Scotland. Ramsey tweeted something out about North Berwick. So and he played well last week. Actually, I think he was top five, top six. Yeah, I think there's that'd be more interesting to do. I mean, yeah, Rom, Thomas, Morikawa, Shoffley, Rory, Hatton, yeah. Scheffler, Fitzmagic, Zell Torres. I I, I tried to watch a little bit of the Irish Open. I couldn't get into it. This course did not. It did not have like typical links vibe to it. Right. It looked cool. The the two or three holes that I saw, but it just was kind of sprawling countryside. Didn't really get any ocean vistas. But whatever. I'm thinking this this one's really good. Sweet. And then and then where are we at next week? We can just preview that for two seconds. St. George's, where you get weird winners. Who are the winners? And who are those winners in the past? Darren Clark. Darren Clark. And ben, Wasn't Curtis, it ben Curtis. Yep. Was, so the, uh, Thomas Bjorn throated it, right? I think, yeah. Yep. Tiger was in that one, too. I think they were playing a golf challenge. But it hadn't been there for yeah. a while before wait, the Ben Curtis one. Wait, why, why is Greg Norman never won in Open Day? He, he won two. He won two. Oh, okay. It's two majors. Oh, yeah, it's two okay. Open okay, yeah. So he won in 13. Okay. I thought he'd know. Okay. No, he did not win in 13. Or, sure, sure, 93. Okay. Sorry, 93. <laughs> Yeah, didn't he win at St. George's? Yeah, he uh, won at St. George's. Yeah, that sounds right. He won at Yeah. And where did, where did he, did he uh, make okay. a run here? No, that wouldn't have been. That was That's Burfield. It. He made a run. Sandy Lyle back in 85. Suspenders. Oh, Harry Varden back in 1899. The, the Varden grip guy. Well, I just watched that greatest game ever played the other day in preparation for uh, the Invitational. How was it? Good? Yeah, it's still, still a great movie. You seen that? Is, one that, the, is that the one with Shia LaBeouf? Yeah, yeah. I don't. I haven't really seen it. Oh, it's such a good movie. Like uh, which, same which, guy that made uh, Sea Biscuit, like the director. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's really good. It's on Disney Plus. Okay, is that uh, and uh, then his little uh, caddy Eddie? You've yes. never seen the greatest. I don't think I've. Play. I've never seen it front to back. No doubt, but I know. Oh my god, it's but so Eddie, good. It's like one of the. But wasn't the the yeah. kid Eddie? Isn't that the guy like? He was a big time around in California. From the match, yeah, yeah, from, from the, the match. match. There we yeah. go. Okay, that sounds. Right. Yeah, he like came. He became like a used car dealer or something like that. That like was huge into like like a multimillionaire that like funded amateur golf and stuff like that. Because back in the day, that was still back when like you were really just kind of like a you know like if you actually were a pro golfer, you were looked down upon because you weren't rich enough to like have a real job and just play. You know what I'm talking yeah. about. And now Scott Brown's so eleven million dollar penis. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so sorry, Norman won at Turnberry and St. George's. Ah, yeah. Paul, we've played them both. What's a better course? We have not played St. George's. Uh, it's Troon or Turnberry, sorry. 
You want to, yeah, see. Uh, I think Terminator is better. Yeah, of course. Okay. I could see where, like, Truman would maybe be considered a better, like, championship horse. Yeah, there's a stretch on the back. Turnberry's pretty scenic. Yeah. and Like, in terms of Scotland golf, now granted, we didn't go up north, but, yeah, Turnberry yeah. is probably the most scenic that we saw. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Looking yeah. forward to another Open. Shane Lowry, I love you, but you've had that fucking thing for way too long. <laughs> Time to go earn it again. Is Leishman's hangover <laughs> done with you? <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to think of who that was. Fuck. That was yeah. Just talk about moderately informative tractor. I think Leachman's still hung over from the British Open when he won. Like he didn't win, but you know, it'd be really fitting is if Leachman won next week. That'd be good. Uh, just fresh into his fuck. HB three. What's he at this week? He could. Yeah, I I think he's played well here too. Well, he's back to 7,800. He's for sure going to be on Tractor's 43K. But oh, what, Todd? Is Brendan Todd in the field? I don't think I saw him. No, he's not there. Who are the other Do you think uh, Todd's kind of, he had that like that little rise to glory? and then He's still been pretty steady this had. year. But he but, won yeah. like three times, didn't he? Or he like almost won three times in a row? Oh, you're talking like, a, like four yeah. or five years ago? No, it was like two or three then he years com- Yeah. Then he completely lost his okay. game. And then he got it back. Yeah, there was one year he was like, it was again like is he gonna get picked for the Ryder Cup? Like, guys, remember when we got like big time by uh, Will Gordon? Yeah, <laughs> guys have done absolutely dick. <laughs> he sucked after he dumped on. Oh, he's done nothing. I mean, he has a 14th at Palmetto. Good for you. Other than that, he hasn't sniffed anything inside the top 30. Oh, AT&T Pro Am. Maybe COVID kind of wrecked his momentum. Yeah, go. yeah, yeah. Well, you shouldn't have fucking done that shit to Don. Or was that last summer? When what? Wait. Was that last summer he had the third Hartford or Travelers? Or two years, two years ago. That had to be last year. We weren't doing it. No, we weren't doing this two years. Ago. Good point. So yeah, it was uh, last June. Yeah. So since that well, was yeah. Then then it was then he's been to MC Hammerville. Yeah, because he like did that and then. He was on like that when the Golf Channel was doing like those Wednesday nine hole charity That's programs. Right. He was on the one at TBC. Oh, yeah. like him and Casey and um, I can't remember who else was on the day and somebody else. I thought, oh, fuck him. <laughs> and that concludes the most recent installment of Nice Shot Pods. On behalf of Tractor, the Rhino, Paul, and myself, thanks for listening. We'll see you next week.